countdown. The countdown makes it seem so fun. Professional. Professional, fun. <laughs> and in three. <laughs> That's exactly right. Except I'm on camera. Uh -huh. So it's a I like your hair. Intuitive. Nice new hair. Thank you. It uh, makes up for that like shifty facey thing that you're talking about. One half of my face. Actually, it's supposed to be parted this way. Looks good. Which can reveal Looking my good. eyebrow. Thank you, Father. Thank you very much. It's it's um I'll stop touching it. That's not true. I can't promise that. We have internet access coming in, so that's what's going on in the background here. Yep. <clears throat> okay, we have we're getting, we're getting high tech having it's, our two primary lines coming into our place because that's right because one fails and the other this is driving me crazy. gotta have a backup because time you get a, so many people running you, you started by talking about my hair and now all I can do is try to make <laughs> have it you can't help yourself I can't okay she said she sits at her desk <laughs> not even looking in a mirror or anything. <laughs> Like imagining that it's what it might look like, like, I guess. I'm like a like a like a, a blonde, bubbly <laughs> Kristen Stewart. You know, she's always like, oh, you know. <clears throat> anyway, we have business. We're moving right on. along. That's right. So, so welcome to What the Friday. Welcome Great to What to have the you. Friday. We have titled this What the Friday, The Fast and the Furious. Because I asked Dad, hey, what should we call it? And he said that. And it is the perfect title because, wow. Things are moving really fast. They have been for a while now, but they're still moving that way. But it, I think everybody's kind of getting a groove now because it's like what took a while for a lot of agents to connect with how fast things were moving. Yes. And now the vernacular and the way things are going, everybody's kind of rolling with it real quick. And they're like, okay, got it. I'll do it. I'll do it. They're not acting like they're in shock because things are busy. I so that flight to the um, suburb is still on and it's um, pretty crazy. I think things are still hopping out out west in the suburbs. Yes. Um, I know that there's, you know, Manhattan is gasping for air, um, both in the commercial and residential side. So I feel bad for sellers in Manhattan still. That's nothing new. What do you think? Is that kind of what that's your experience or what's going on with you? Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm uh, pulling up my Facebook so I could maybe see some of the comments and see if we can make that work. So not fake, but... Yeah, I have trouble keeping up with that. You know, we um, just won't. we'll just read them later. Sorry, guys. We like it when you comment. We just can't see it. Actually, we love it when you comment. Please comment. Please yeah. like. Please follow. It makes Subscribe, all the difference. Love yeah, it does. Yeah, it makes tell a us what big difference. Actually what you like about it, what you don't, what's useful, what's not. We want to get better at this. So that yeah. helps. Thank you for watching if you're watching. Okay. All right. So here we so, are. Here we are. So um, absorption rates. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about absorption rates. Let me open that up. And if you don't mind sharing my screen from your not control panel. Um, it's interesting. You're talking about the suburbs, the bottom of the bottom graph here that we're looking at basically shows us what the suburbs are doing or leans toward the suburbs. This is all of Northern New Jersey. Um, the lower the bar, the more in favor of the buyer it is, the higher bar, the less in favor of the buyer it is. Same thing for up here. Um, this bottom one though is all of Northern New Jersey and that absorption rate continues to pick up as buyers are 
moving in faster than sellers are putting their stuff on the market. Right. Which is um, awesome. Which is awesome for them. Yeah. So um, in, Ho- in Hoboken, I thought that that trend might continue a little bit more there, but we're this last week, it's really fallen off. Fallen off so you're seeing how this is plateaued. I don't know if um, people that are watching this can see where my cursor's at, but we have a little bit of an arch and it seems like it might be pulling back a little bit. This last week was really soft in Hoboken, which I think is probably um, parallel to Jersey City along the water, uh, Weehawken, West New York, Guttenberg. Urban, any urban areas. Yeah. Urban areas are still a buyer's market and suburban mm -hmm. areas are the most, I mean, such a seller's market. There's a a move from density. So if if you're in a dense area, you're probably going to see some shrinkage. That's happening in all of the all of the price ranges including the higher the higher mm-hmm. price ranges so last year it would it was very hard to sell an estate a big beautiful um home on on a grassy knoll with lots of trees around it it's super private it's big it's, it's got wood you know like a Stuart, mm-hmm. the one that lisa poji had mm-hmm. i say had because uh, she told me that it went under contract already. So, awesome. Good yes. for her. Yes. She, it, she does such a great job at that stuff. She does. And it's listed, I think it was listed at 2.6. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a price increase from what they originally had it. So this COVID market is making everything move quickly in every in, uh, in every price range. Not just yeah, I think the, if the I think if those... I don't know that it's going to keep running. I'm just going to throw out an opinion here, but we were involved in a couple of super large estates down in the Red Bank area and, you know, 14 acres, 10,000 plus square foot homes, Mm -hmm. drop dead gorgeous. But in the midst of that, people were not looking for space. They were looking, they were looking for more of a vertical. They'd rather pay more per square foot and be in a tall building and have lots of amenities they didn't want to have grounds to have to take care of. And now that's just flipped on its head. So if you're in one of those areas and you're kind of on the fence about selling, oh now's the God, time to sell. do it. Pull the trigger. Call yeah. Call us. <laughs> call us right now. <laughs> um, because it, this is a great time to do that. It's a great time to get moving. And oh, yeah. um, this, like every window at the, it's our door. It just, it doesn't stay open forever. And I think it's going to swing back in time. Um, right. Yeah. If you're so. a seller, and you have a single family home anywhere, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, single family homes in even in the urban areas are are selling better than condos. They are. And you know, the interest rates are low. So Yes, actually, to that point, um, you noticed something that I did not notice. That interest yeah. rates were low lowering, but the loan creation cost is higher. Yeah, a lot of times you see loan creation it depends on the buyer and the terms of the note, but a lot of times they're around 1% of the loan value. Um, and I just, I've seen a couple of closing disclosures in the last couple of days that are at 1.5%. And that's just the out of the gate cost of closing. And in this case, I don't know if I can find it real quick. I want to say the closing costs for total closing costs, I'm going to round numbers off. Um, let's yeah, say that it's a let's say it's a place about four hundred and fifty thousand, and these are about twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Oh. Total. Yeah, it's a little steep, 
but I, you know, when you look at it, uh, that extra half a point loan creation, well, they're buried. I mean, there's so many costs, but um, I think lenders make a difference. So word of the wise, if you're out there refinancing or if you are getting a loan, um, a lot of times they don't talk much about loan creation costs when you're right. talking to your mortgage broker or right. your, ba or your bank. Rates, but... They talk a lot about interest rates. Make sure to get an estimate from them before you commit on what the loan closing costs are going to be. They will break up. Let's see what they use for headings in this one. Loan costs. Just simply they had um, cost of closing, a couple other a couple items, and they have loan costs and they have other costs. So you want to know what the loan costs are going to be that's, and that's, ask them that okay. in advance before you make a commitment to your mortgage broker because you never know. I mean, we have some great mortgage brokers that we work with and I'm not trying to diss anybody. And actually this is not your tip. This is like a big brand name online broker, not a local mortgage broker type, oh. but um, so for what it's worth. <laughs> nope. Oh, I hope not. <gasps> You're not sharing my screen, are you? No. That's good. <laughs> no, I can just see it in the... You yeah. could. You can't now. No, only me. And I can't. Uh, just in case words. there was a mistake, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have it up. So no, like... you were fine. That's very okay. good. So anyway, um, that's what's going on there. Well, so was... speaking of that, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. I was going. I feel like we're probably going in the same direction. Which is, speaking of that, we are getting very busy, and mm -hmm. if you are looking to join a team or real estate in general. Absolutely. We're in need. <laughs> we need somebody to take some, some uh, work off our hands actually. Yeah. We've, we've been busy enough that, um, and that's the way it's supposed to work. You know, yeah. you get in the business, it's a real drag for a few years and then it starts to pick up and then you take on more stuff and yeah. you get bigger clients that and next thing you know, your buckets full and you've got stuff spilling out and you'd rather help somebody else get in the business and develop some synergy and grow your team than right. just refer it out to somebody else indefinitely. Um, we have great referral partners that we do do that with in other areas. Um, you know, and sometimes in our own area, if we have like, I, we just did a deal with somebody in Manhattan yesterday in a building that had, um, we would typically have handled that deal ourselves, but there is a broker that really is in that building constantly yeah. all the time, knows every nuance about it, knows the board. And it's a co-op. And so it's a co-op. So that's important. Yeah. So it's better for the client to get them in the best hands possible. And sometimes we're not the best hands because we're just not that well connected in a specific building or an area. So I have an idea. What's that? I just got this idea. I would like to, I would like to share something that I was impressed with. That I, that you've done this week is that cool? <laughs> Come on! You know this. Let me do just it. sounds terrible. I don't know what it is, but no. Today, okay. So I had a sell. I had a. This is how we go above and beyond as the Birch and Birch team. Does that better? It takes some of the pressure off of you. <laughs> uh, okay, so please hurry through this. Whatever it is, <laughs> I just love the torture that you're going through because I'm going to say something <laughs> positive. It's so messed up. Um, my, <laughs> I have, I had a, a couple of incredible clients. They were first time home buyers. They found the home that they loved. They saw it. They were like, this is perfect. I can see my family growing here. Yay. 
Um, they closed a couple months ago and the sellers that they bought from have been pretty shady and they are in need. They're basically, they need to essentially, it's a only, it's a condo in a building of only two units. So they need to essentially run it themselves and take over as the condo association themselves, but they've never done it. And they're trying to fix a lot of problems that, um, are really the, the fault of the seller and the fault of the contractors that the seller hired. And what dad did this morning, I talked to them and I was like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm hearing all of this. I don't know how to fix this. And I immediately call my dad and he swoops in, gets on the phone with them, talks to them for like 20 minutes, maybe, more, maybe long time, giving them exactly what step to do. Then says, you know, tell me if you have any questions. Actually, let's get on a Zoom call, go through the documents together. I'll show you what to look out for because you've done it yourself. Afterwards, I we all hang up. Afterwards, I call you back and I'm like, you're incredible. This is amazing. And dad's response was, it's just neighborly. It's just friendly. And I was like, even for Midwest standards, this is more than neighborly. This is above and beyond. And I, I found that so inspiring and impressive. And I just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> anyway. You hated that story? Do you think people are bored by that story? Yeah, probably. Yeah, why wouldn't they be? But let's talk about exactly what happened, though, because I think that might have some value to people. I the, yes. love, I'm going to go on a quick rant because I love to go on quick rants. I, so I love here's, to. So, so here's the deal. Who doesn't like them, I'm sorry. I make fun of you. That's right. There are a lot of people that are in the, in the investment property business right now, and they're flipping. Everybody's flipping. You watch TV shows on flipping. Flipping's awesome. I'm going to be a flipper. I'm going to go do flipping. And they think it's easy and everything's going to be fine. And then they get in and they don't really know what they're doing and they don't know how to get things done well and they don't know how to get them done on time. So I'm going to give you an example with a different client. Um, we have a deal that's happening out in the suburbs right now. It's a flipper that is selling. We made an offer on the project um, I'm trying to shorten it up. There's a list of things that they have to have done. We were supposed okay. to close last week. Um, they couldn't get a certificate of occupancy because there were a couple problems, which they should have anticipated in, in anticipation of closing, but they did not. Um, there was a list of other things that they had to get done just to finish the house. They were all supposed to be done. I was worried about it. So, and the, so is the buyer. He's like, do you think they're going to get this done? I said, you know, I'm going to get a hold of the other agent. I'm going to go on a tour myself in advance yeah. because I don't want to show up at a walkthrough. And then suddenly there's a dozen things that are left. To, and then we have to have one of those long drug out closings where we have to argue yes. about, well, how much would it cost to put in this kind of thing? And how much would it cost to put in that? And well, then and negotiating escrows. Most realtors walking through wouldn't know, but you've been well, maybe sometimes and renovation and all that stuff that you, you actually, yeah. So anyway, I would, we met, um, I met the other broker. We went on a tour and about two thirds of the stuff hadn't been touched yet. And some of it was supposed oh, to be done wow. before our inspections. And so we go on the tour. I'm trying to be a nice guy. You know, he's committed to his seller. So he's like, oh, yeah, this is fine. This is fine. That's, oh, right, that's going right, to be right. done. And, and yeah, and I mean, just, but right out of the car, I look up and I know that they have to put in a certain thing. I don't want to say too much yeah, that yeah. I would, that you would see when you pull in, you would see the installation of this thing. And I get out of the car and he said, hey, how's it going? And he's like, yeah, well, let's get it. Let's get on with this. And I'm okay. Um, where's this vent? And he said, oh, well, it's up through the attic. They've got that. They got that done and whatever. So we go inside and it's not even 
so I go into this room. I'm like, I don't see it. Oh my goodness! Is it here? Am I missing something? Because it it would be like right here, wouldn't it? And he's like, Oh well, yeah. I guess they haven't gotten that done. Well, I thought you said when we came in that they had already done it. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess I just got that wrong. So yeah, like the stuff out back that was going to be gone before the tank inspection was done Mm -hmm. so that we could inspect that part. So it just went on and on. And in the end, um, I'm sure that the sellers are, I'm sure the sellers are really frustrated because um, we, I just shot off an email to my buyer's attorney and said, Hey, FYI, we kind of, we did this little extra thing and here's what we ran into. And if we plan on closing, they got a pretty healthy list of stuff to get done before closing. So right. I think we should be ready with estimated escrows for that stuff that's not done. Right. And we will be at closing on time as promised Beautiful. with the pre-planned holdbacks for all of those things. But the pro the issue is, is that there are a lot of flippers out there and this, in your client who we talked to this morning, right? it's, I don't know. I haven't talked to you about that client at all. I, I'm sure a lot of people on here think that Morgan and I are just like in lockstep about it, each other's business all the time. There's not, that's not true. Um, <laughs> we try. Yeah, we try. We're just so very, anyway, very busy. So it's hard to yeah. keep each other up, updated. But I'm, I would bet anything that that seller is a flipper. And I bet they moved quickly. Yes. And I and they're and as a flipper, they I don't blame them. You know, they they buy a house, they hire subcontractors, they try to act as the general contractor themselves. They get bids on a roof. This bid's lower, so they go with that lower bid. The guy says, "Oh yeah, I'll warranty for for ten years." But what does that warranty really yeah. mean? The flipper doesn't really know. That's but they feel good about that. Oh yeah, I got a ten year warranty. warranty. I'm I'm good. Cool. Is it on the materials yeah. or is it on the work? Yeah, so skippity doo dah, they skip along, they get their thing done, they sell the house, the new buyer comes in, we get the torrential downpour that we've had, or a couple of them lately, and right. what do you know? There's serious leaks. Serious. And then, and then, as I understand it from them this morning, the seller's kind of like, yeah, we're kind of doing you a favor coming back to do this, which right. really puts my hair on end. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I have a feeling that leak was probably there. Yeah. And I have a feeling that there are a lot of people that may have had some influence on that. So maybe we should just tag all of them. Yeah, I know you, and you laid out all the steps who to reach out to and whatever. Yeah, and Not if they whatever, but I don't, I don't, to what to ask. I don't. I tend not to like to get into a fight at all. I always want to try to avoid a bumping heads. But when you get that, when someone's clearly responsible, and they don't say, "Got it." Yes, you're right. I'm going to take yeah. care of this. And instead, they start redirecting attention to somebody else. To me, they're setting you up for this long-term death by a thousand. What do they call it? Death by death a by thousand. thousand death by a thousand cuts. And I'm not in for that. I like. I just want to get it done. If if I believe that you sincerely are doing the best you can to get it fixed, super patient. I get it. We're all. You know. I make tons of mistakes. I have trouble keeping up and I get that. And I want that patience with me. I want people to say, yeah, I know you're human. But if you don't take ownership over what you've done wrong. Or that you have a, or you have a role to play in making it right. Then it's, then I'm focused on you because then I'm thinking, okay, you're, you, you don't care if I die by a thousand cuts, you will cut me one little cut at a time. No, 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 no. I'm not in for that. 
that yeah. me, then that's when I usually square up and say, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Here, now here let, are the it, boundaries. Yeah. Now you've got my undivided attention. <laughs> and the tension is not positive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not positive. And it's just business, but it's like, okay, let's dive right into this. I want to, I want to see the house. I want to be on the roof. I want to be there with the contractor. I want to hear what's going on. Right. I want pictures. I want a list. I want it. And, and you start handling it like a punch list. You take over the closing for your buyer. It's like this, you know, I'm not the seller. And again, that's not but, the common um, ability. Like most no. realtors don't know enough to do that. And you should not expect your realtor to do this. No, that's not it's the realtor's great. job. It's great that the you realtor's can do that. job is to put you put a buyer and a seller together and find something that kind of fits. Home right. inspector should be working on that. The attorney should be working on that. You should you have as a buyer, you have a responsibility. And the reason I'm sharing that is that as a buyer, get your hands dirty. You know, yeah, get in there and, and do your research. You don't have, to, you know, not, I don't think that flippers are necessarily malicious, but I think there are a lot of them out there that are not super experienced and they don't know how to balance projects or juggle the different projects. They don't recognize what kind of trouble they might be getting themselves into. They're learning as right. they go the same way we all are. So, um, yeah, if it seems like it's getting a little sideways, it's, it's good to be nice. I was not mean in any of that. I, the, my tone right now, I'm sure sounds like I was mean, but I wasn't. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. But so watch out for that. Sharpest, I've heard you. You know, um, as you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm changing. I'm trying not to be like that anymore. <laughs> Me so, too, um, man. We gotta went on a whole thing about how I'm, I'm, I need to work on it last week. Yeah. So, it, you know, we're not perfect. You and I make... We actually work in the same space a lot. So we hear each other's mistakes as we're making them <laughs> in real time. Did you just tell them Tuesday at three? Well, you know, we're going to be here Tuesday at three, don't you? <laughs> you oh, did triple book on Monday <laughs> of last week, which was a record, I think. <laughs> oh, you know what we don't lack? What we miss in true ability, we make up for with denial. And I definitely have denial that I don't. It's like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on. <laughs> you know what whatever as long as we keep moving forward yep and you know that's true word to, know? The, to the why word to everybody just get it back up and keep trying and god you know i wish we could all be a little more patient with each other when we do make mistakes um judge a person's heart i'm done i'm just i don't know why i'm suddenly on a in the mood no, to rant all, no you went all, all dad mode there Nice. All dead. What's dead yeah. mode? What's that mean? You're the wise, the wise father coming in with the the advice, you know, for all your chillins. Chillins, all oh, my chillins. Um. Okay. Well, we were actually going to try to make this one short, but um, we didn't. So we're done. <laughs> you know, we're not done. I want I want more PR. So um, let's oh, go back. Okay, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you want. <laughs> He's taking over again. Go ahead. <laughs> so if you know, if you are a newer agent and you're thinking about where to go, we already talked about that. Yeah. Please do reach out to us because we might be interested in talking to you. Um, uh, by the way, I do think we have somebody new coming on out in the county soon, as soon as they get through their testing stuff. And we have another new team member, I think, coming on anytime now. We'll see how that works out. But we have a blog. So go to birchandbirchrealty.com and we yeah. have a blog that... Um, 
on the secret sauce of selling your home. So yes, dad, I saw him writing it. He wrote, he spends lots of time doing that. Very good writer. You get like lost in it. It's really great. I think that's true. So anyway, the secret sauce, check it out on our blog at birchandbirchrealty.com. Like subscribe, follow follow. friend. Wherever you're I watching this, think, I don't even know why we say that. I don't know that it really matters. Well, it, it, does, it definitely does, it does, does help us. It does make a difference. If you if you like if you like it, then it gets promoted other places. And you know, we need to get one of those fancy intro and outro things where they come in and they. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Make us all look. Yeah. Look. Drums. I want it to be drums. You know. Those are the best intros. Like, <laughs> we should just record that. That would work. That could be our. I nailed it. <laughs> that could be. A... Jeez. Okay. I feel like I got it. I was in acapella. <laughs> you were. You could do that. I listened to somebody behind me beatboxing. That's the same thing. <laughs> ah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. So I think, well, let's wrap it up. Great to Shake see everybody. Shake and bake, baby. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next Friday.